Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. It's good to see you guys. For those of you joining us on Facebook or on iTunes or Spotify or wherever, we're glad you're here. We're going to be starting, uh, resuming our relationship series in a minute. This is going to be our our third part of the relationship series. Before I get to that, I just want to let you guys know, tomorrow, uh, Kristen and I will be together at her place, and uh, it's going to be the one-year anniversary, actually, of our first date. And we had a request that we talk about actually the story behind how we met and everything like that. So tomorrow, instead of a, a sermon like I normally do, we're just going to tell the Jordan and Kristen story and, um, you know, the miracle that God did in our lives. It, you know, listen, I've done over, I think, 70 sermons now. So if you really want to hear a sermon, you can just go look at one of the other ones. But tomorrow uh, we're just going to have a little bit of fun and you'll hear the story about how Kristen and I met. And I was instantly irresistible to her. I just... You know, no matter what I did, I couldn't get rid of her. So I just decided <laughs> I had to go out with her. But anyway, so we'll tell a story tomorrow. But tonight we want to get back to our relationship series. And the theme of, of tonight's message is not to wait until you mess something up to treat the other person better. Okay. Whether we're talking about being in a relationship with a partner or whether we're talking about being in a relationship with God. And we've been speaking about how a relationship is never static, right? Either you're building the relationship in which case it's improving and strengthening, or the relationship is decaying, but there is no standing still. Standing still is actually decay. Now, Kristen is great at affirming me, and she's constantly telling me I'm just the best boyfriend in the world, and I'm the most wonderful thing, and I can't blame her for saying that, and that's wonderful. But that doesn't mean that I can stop improving. See, we're all either works in progress or works in regress, okay? So you can't ever be satisfied with where you are in terms of personal and relationship development, because if you're not building the relationship, it's falling apart. Okay. And it it might not even seem like it's that much at first, and maybe it's not even perceptible, but remember just like a tiny crack in your windshield can expand dramatically and destroy the whole windshield. So can a tiny crack in your relationship expand into something that shatters it. All right. Now, one of the keys to preventing this from happening, and more than that, to building a loving, lasting relationship, is to not wait until you mess something up to determine that you're going to treat your partner better, right? It's easy to engage in self-reflection once you've done something you regret, and you've hurt the other person and the relationship along with it, and now you're begging for forgiveness, and you're repentant, and you're determined to improve if you'll just take me back, that kind of thing. Okay, but why wait until then, right? Why have to go through all that hurt and healing? There are going to be enough things that happen in a relationship that you're going to have to get through that neither of you can control and that neither of you caused. So why invite more problems by being the cause? Why invite more problems by waiting until you've messed something up to improve? Instead, promise yourself and your partner that no matter how well things are going, you're always going to work to be a better version of yourself and to to make the relationship itself stronger. Well, in the same way, it's no different with our relationship with God. 
we're all get listen, hey, we've all done this. We've all done the thing where we ignore God until something tragic happens, and then all of a sudden we want to dial his emergency hotline, run to the front of the altar ahead of everybody else, and beg him to get out of whatever mess we're in, which we've usually caused by being disobedient, right? We've all done this. And maybe, you know, not like outright ignoring God, I mean, but like, let's be honest, there are the prayers that we pray when we're in trouble. And then there are kind of like the everyday routine prayers, which sometimes aren't even prayers. Like, you know, you have Daniel say, all right, oh God, thank you for this food, bless the family, amen. Like, that's a very different prayer than when you're waiting in an emergency room for somebody, okay? It's a very different prayer than when you've you've done something to hurt someone else you know, maybe a family member, and now all of a sudden you need God to fix this situation, right? That's a prayer of desperation, okay? And we're always so sorry for whatever we did, and we'll change and never do it again if he would just forgive us and fix this problem now. Well, that's not how a healthy relationship with God works or with anybody. Don't wait until you mess something up to run to God. Every day, commit yourself to growing closer to the Lord. Psalms 1, one of my favorite verses says, Blessed is he whose delight is in the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. It doesn't say until you, you know, when you mess something up, then you do it. Day and night. Kings 861 says, May your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God to live by his decrees and obey his commandments. Ephesians 4.3 says, be diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Diligent, that means you have to do it every day. It's an everyday requirement, okay? So the point is, yes, when you do something wrong, whether with your partner or with God, yeah, sure, it's proper to ask for forgiveness and promise to improve. That's great. But there's no reason to wait until you do something wrong to promise to improve. And in fact, if you make the daily commitment to improve, not only will you have a better relationship and become a better person, you probably won't have to ask for forgiveness nearly as much. That's my message for you tonight. Awesome. Awesome message. I always love the fact that there's, you know, the little things are so important. And uh, whether with a partner or whether with God in our relationships, um, you know, his mercies are new every morning. And it's all about gratitude and not taking anything for granted in a relationship or with the Lord and appreciating every little thing. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's that just like in a relationship, there's a pursuing, there's a being your best for the person and being our best for the Lord and pursuing him. Um, there's a, a great fun Disney movie called up. And one of my favorite quotes is enjoy the little things. Cause someday you'll look back and realize they were the big things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a real thing that, you know, that when we fall into that trap, that's what we're missing is enjoying the little things and being your best in the little things, a daily commitment, a daily commitment well, to God. Yeah, it's that. And I think it's also just taking things for granted. You know, we take, I mean, when you're alone and you're looking for the right person, you know, then you finally find them and that's the greatest thing in the world. But it's easy to become very comfortable and to accept it as the new normal. And it's no different than with God. I mean, you know, it's, you come into the spirit and you're all happy and everything, you get born again. But after a while, you just, you know, if you're not careful, you will just slip back into laziness and carelessness. And yeah. so you simply, you know, one of the things that I love about us, Kristen, and I didn't love it at the time, but both of us had a very, very long period of time that we were single. I think for both of us it was like six or seven years. And I'm able to remember that time. Of course, I'm older than you, so I also have to wait longer, period. I know. Uh, but but I, I, I don't take you for granted for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is I say to myself, you know, this time last year, I was still single and not just single, but like running out of hope very quickly, you know, um, 
and so, and so I, re- it's not just, it, it's not just you are so wonderful, which you are, but I certainly okay. also remember what it was like before you existed. And then God didn't just give me a partner. He gave me his, his absolute best. And so, Likewise. so it, it's, it's the least I can do to constantly work to improve myself so that, you know, we can have the greatest relationship of all time. Amen. Same here. And you know what? I think that that's, that's a good word and good message in and of itself for any listener. We get a lot of uh, people asking prayer for having a child or all these different things. And if they've had to wait for anything, sometimes you don't realize in the moment you, that you get frustrated, but there's such a gift in the waiting because you you don't take it for granted like mm. you would if you hadn't had to wait. So very, yep. very good. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. So tonight I want to do um, a great verse out of Hosea uh, 10, 12, and it says, sow for yourselves righteousness, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. God, that word is so relevant for what we we face today. What we face, it doesn't matter what country anybody's in that's listening right now. What we face as a world, Lord, this time and point in history, we all put our faces to the ground and seek you, Lord. We seek you like never before. We seek you for the greatest revival wave this world has ever seen. In the depth and the desperation of these times, both on a global scale and personally, we seek you. God, we seek you. We dig in the trenches. We dig so that you can fill those trenches with your glory. You can fill those trenches as we dig. We dig the unplowed ground. As we dig deep down, we create an environment, we create a space for your glory to fill, for your holiness to fill, till it overflows. May it overflow, God. And God, there are so many things that we have that we just say, we don't know what to do, God, but our eyes are focused on you. Just like, just like the prophets in the Bible who saw the army coming, who saw the multitude, who saw. And they said, God, what do we do? Our eyes are upon you. You will give us victory. And you said to stand. God, we stand. Lord, I just feel that you are commanding us to stand. Whatever the enemy is that we're facing, we know it's all the same. We know it's all the 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 greater enemy, which is Satan trying to come at us. God, but you have the victory. You are greater. You are far superior. You outmatch him in every single way. You outmatch his demons. Lord, so when the, the, the multitude comes, whether in personal finances, in different attacks, in different, in, in sickness, in, in, in personal, uh, personal attacks on family and, and, and relationships and, and just things that we never even thought of, Lord. When that comes, when the accusations come, 
when the accusation comes through the lies of the enemy in our ear or through someone or through, through a judgment someone's put against us or whatever it is, Lord, you surround us with favor as a shield. And as we stand, not only do we stand and are we on the defense, we advance your kingdom. We are on the offense. It's, it's an interesting thing because you think by standing, we would be taking the impact of the blows of the enemy. But we stand not to be sitting ducks for the enemy. We stand so that God can take over and advance. We stand so that we can lay back and let him come forward and him show his righteousness and shower his righteousness and totally take down the enemy with, with his, his bow, with his arrow. And all the angels of heaven fight. He, he fights on our behalf. The Lord fights on our behalf. We need only to be still. We need only to stand. We need only to trust. We need only to lean into him. We don't lean on our own understanding. We lean into him. So God, right now, all across this world, we are standing. We are standing on your word. We are standing on your promises. We, are, we have resolved. We have decided and resolved to wait upon the Lord. And in the wait... And in the resolve and in the faith and in the standing is our strength. We're not standing defenseless. We're standing fully, fully girded with your Holy Spirit. Fully, fully enveloped with you, God. As you advance for us, for our cause, on our behalf, you are right now interceding with the Father. You are interceding for our need, Lord. For every person's need, every person who's listening, you are interceding for each and every need, God. You are going to the Father and you are interceding, God. Right now, God, intercede as we stand and we stand upon you and we worship you, God. And we know you are fighting and you are fighting to win. And yours alone is the victory. And the enemy does not have a chance. The enemy does not have a chance against us. God before us, who dare be against us, who dare be against us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your showers of righteousness that are falling all over us, God, as your abundance, as we welcome in your abundance and your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job, Kristen. Great job. Thank you. All right, Kristen, I'm going to give you the first prayer request tonight. It's from Charito. He says, please pray for my intestines. He has a leaky intestine and it's inflamed. He's lost 30 pounds. He prays that uh, he's out of pain. He prays against depression, anxiety, and fear. He prays for God to work a miracle in his life, his mind, soul, and spirit. All right, Chorito. I see that you are such a strong man of God. You may feel physically weak right now with everything going on in your body. But you are a strong man of God. God has so much for you. This is not the end, but the beginning. Lord, I've seen different praise reports of what you've done in the intestines, in in my, actually my own aunt's intestines. Lord, I've seen from other people as well. We glorify you and thank you for those things so that we know that you will do this for this young man. So God, 
I pray right now in the Holy Spirit that you would heal his intestines right now, Jesus. Heal him from head to toe, God. Bring your healing, God. Bring your healing, God. Right now, I just am picturing you, the Holy Spirit, the great physician, just going in and and fixing everything that needs to be fixed, just calming the swelling down, just just fixing everything. And as you're going in physically, fixing everything that needs to be fixed in, in the spiritual life and in every other way and, and all, all the other areas of his life. And I just pray you rain down your healing right now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Fernando, by the way, who's joining us tonight, along with a bunch of our other friends, Judy and Dolly and or Sadi, a bunch of other people, says, uh, wishes a happy anniversary for tomorrow and the anniversary of our first date, and uh, says it must be the hair. <laughs> well, Fernando, just so you know, I was attracted to Kristen for more than just her hair. So <laughs> he means your hair. I know. <laughs> I'm being humorous. Well, I thought he meant my hair for a second, too. So just yeah. clarify. <laughs> All right. So. I got two ministry-related prayers here. One is for Kashif and one is for Billy. Kashif basically has it on his heart to be a counselor uh, to help people in relationships who are having a difficult time communicating with one another. And Billy says he plans to serve the Lord in the southern part of the of Chin State in Myanmar. It's a very small town uh, where he plans to serve the Lord among the animists people. The most of, he says, the most of us are Christian. We still have animists and Buddhists in the villages. Therefore, yes. please remember in your prayers. You know about this? Yeah. I, um, I knew somebody who served there undercover and, um, it's a very, very hostile to Christians, uh, area. Um, the Buddhists, even though they are, seem to be peaceful, there's a lot, lot of tension going on, but there's a lot of Christians and a lot of good stuff happening there. So that's awesome. And it's a very small, small country, but a a great spiritual impact. All right. Well, why don't you take it then? And I'll pray for the next ones. Okay. So that was Billy. Yeah. And then there's Kashif who's, uh, has on his heart to be a counselor, to like be a relationship counselor. All right, Lord, thank you for these men, Lord. We need more men and women, uh, to stand up and to be lights for you and to have, um, just a burning passion for their countries and for, um, other places. So, Lord, I pray for Kashif and his ministry, Lord, that you would just blossom into something that he never even thought about and give him wisdom and how to use his, his talents and gifts. And I know he was asking for a vision, Lord, give him provision and vision. May the vision be part of the provision and vice versa, Lord. I pray that in all things that he would prosper. Lord, and for Billy and Myanmar, Lord, um, we pray for that nation, Lord. We pray for those people. Um, thank you that there is a Christian community that is growing there. We pray for their protection and we pray for the lives of all those people, Lord, that that more and more people, it would be a like an amazing um, multiplication effect. More and more would come to know you, Lord, that all would turn from their all these other religions and realize that they don't need all these other gods, that they don't need to serve stone and 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 all these things, but would look to you, the one true God. And, and, and for all the missionaries who've, who've laid seeds there, I pray that those seeds would prosper. And I pray that Billy would take the torch of, of those who've been there in the past, Lord, and they would show him what you have for him to do, Lord, and um, that that entire nation would be ignited for you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I'm going to do a bunch of financial-related prayers. 
Um, one of them actually just came in from Hovita. Uh, Costello says, please pray for me about my situation. I have no work because of COVID-19 pandemic. I need to pay rent for my small house and electricity bills, water bills, food. I'm a single parent. I have four kids. I think we did pray for her the other night, but we'll add Hovita to our prayer list tonight. Also talk about Helen, who needs says she needs a job, she, having completed theological training. Irfan says, hello, please pray for me and my family. I'm very upset because I don't have a job. I'm totally jobless. John Bull says, hello, man of God, I need financial prayer. Lavinia says, uh, please pray for my husband to have promotion in his workplace at the airport. Uh, we also need money to buy food and diapers and milk for our two grandsons. Herman says, pray for me to have my loan released and also for my family. Doris says, my prayer request is that is that God will help my life and the life of my man, life of my son, to bless us with money. And now... Myself, I'm looking for a baby girl and also to bless us with good health. So I pray that God will give us a new job. And see her simply says, he says the word job. So that's simple enough. Father God, for Hovita, for Helen, for Irfan, for John Bull, for Lavenia's husband, for Herman, for Doris, and for see her. God, your word says, we are yet to see the righteous forsaken nor their children begging for bread. Your word says that you are our provision. Your word says that on the cross, Jesus was made a curse so we could be made a blessing. He was made poor so we could be made rich. Psalms 1.1 says if we do the right thing, that everything we do will prosper. Everything. That you'll bless the works of our hands. So God, I pray in Jesus' name that you open up a window of heaven to pour out a blessing on all of these people, to meet all of their needs. You create rivers in the desert. God, if there's anything they need to do, if they're not tithing, if they have unforgiveness in their lives, if, they have, if they're living in sin, whatever the problem is, and you need them to correct that, then please, God, reveal that to them and give them the strength to overcome whatever it is that's holding them back. And in fact, as I say this prayer, it occurs to me, I just did my accounting for last month and I owe... Uh, my tithes for the month. So God, I apologize. I'm a, f a few days behind on my tithing. So I apologize for that. I'll take care of it uh, probably tomorrow, actually. So thank you, God, for reminding me of that. But God, just we just come to you right now and we raise all these people up to you. It's funny because I, I think, Kristen, last night you were talking about the relationship between financial need and physical need. And yeah. it's weird that people can have the most dire medical diagnosis and stand in faith for that and believe for a healing. Mm. But when we talk about money, people just act like it's the most impossible thing. Mm. And yet what could be easier? Cause God, yeah. we know we don't serve a poor God. That's we right. know that to, to give any of these people money, is just, it's just like me going onto a spreadsheet and changing yeah. a number on a ledger. That's all it is to you. Yeah. So God, give these people provision, but show them the purpose of provision. Give them a heart of charity to give to other people. Let your blessings flow through these people and then into others. Meet all of their needs so they have more than enough, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Just like you were able to feed the multitude with just two fish and five loaves, God, cause their provision to multiply time and again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen Desira says she desires a man. More specifically, <laughs> she says, I need your prayer for me that God will bring the right person in my life to let me understand through the spirit who is the right person and to move things to bring him in my life. 
All right. So God will give her the desires of her heart. We hope. <laughs> that, that is good. I love how you just keep going with it. It's just, it's good. Just, you know, <laughs> just ripping here, baby. <laughs> Lord, we know that nothing is impossible for you. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. And uh, we were just reflecting on when we were single and all of that. And I feel like sometimes we, you know, come before you with this hierarchy of needs where it's like, okay, well, that one's not important because financial one's more important and, and uh, you know, or this one or the sickness, it's all important to you, God, because you know the desire of our heart, Lord. So I pray for this young woman, Lord, that she would just, um, I love how she said, move things around in my life. Lord, if there's anything that she needs to become a whole person before she meets this person, if there's anything that you need to move around in her life, Lord, show her what that is. Help her to be totally confident in you and her identity in you and help her give her wisdom, bring that, bring the person in Lord and give her wisdom to recognize, um, that this person's from you, Lord, and, and to hear your voice, to know that this is the right person, Lord, that you've chosen for her. And on the other receiving end, I know that there is a man somewhere uh, praying for her. So we pray for them to meet in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Mohan and Hamid both ask us to pray for their family. Hamid says prayers for me and my family. And Mohan says, good message, good time, praise and worship. So praise for my family. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen, sister and brother. Okay. So they both are saying, pray for my family. God, we don't know what their specific family needs are, but God, we also know you love the family. You love unity. The enemy loves division. In fact, Kristen, you, I think it was last night you were praying against a spirit of divisiveness, which is the same thing. Yeah, dissension, yep. Dissension, excuse me. So Father God, we pray against that for Mohan and Hami. We pray that their family is unified in all things, that they come under your covering, and they see themselves not simply as a godly family, but part of God's family that you are ultimately their father, you are their provider. Provide for all of their needs, financially, spiritually, emotionally, in terms of their health and all their relationships. And may they be a light wherever they are to everybody else. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Amy, Kristen, this will be the last one we do before we get to the uh, the live prayer request. Amy asks um, for more grace and power to live a holy life. Oh, Lord, well, thank you for Amy's prayer. Thank you for her desire to live purely for you, God. Um, you know, people think of purity as so many different things, God, but it, you know, we sometimes forget that it also includes the purity of our heart, our thoughts and actions, Lord. And so I just pray that you would give her the strength that, to have the discipline to seek your face and bring her to new levels and just bless her in every single area of her life, Lord. Her ministry, her finances, her her time, her family, Lord, and everything. Let it all spill over. Let her public life just be a, a reflection of her private moments with you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Let's do some of the live ones. Vinel Don, who we've prayed for before, says, "In fact, I think we prayed for this exact same thing last night." Can you pray for my studies and my breakthrough in my career? All right, we'll pray for that again. God, Vinel is very diligent. He's coming back to you again. Uh, for his studies, your word says study to show yourself approved. And that's what Vinyl is doing. And we pray not just through breakthrough for breakthrough through his career, but God, that you show him which doors are the right ones to go through, because we know that not every open door is the right one. And what happens is when people are praying for breakthrough, and in fact, I, ha- I thought of this today, Chris, when people are praying for breakthrough in whatever 
area of their lives. I think one of the things the enemy likes to do is he likes to kind of throw a red herring out there. He throws something out there that's not quite what God has for you, but it doesn't look that bad. It looks pretty good just to try to, to try to get you to go for that thing. Go yeah. for the decoy is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay. Instead of hitting your target. It's like, I don't know if you've ever seen those movies where, you know, involve airplane battles and the one shoots an air, a missile at the other. And the other one will shoot these flares out to get the missile to deviate and hit the flares instead mm-hmm. of the intended target. It's the same thing here. So my prayer uh, for you, Vanilla, is not just that you experience breakthrough, but that you don't go for any of the enemy's decoys. You know, when you're praying for breakthrough, it's important to stand in faith because if you don't stand in faith, you stand in doubt and doubt leads to desperation and desperation leads to hasty decisions, which you don't want to make. He who hasteth with his feet sinneth. So wait on the Lord, wait in faith and not in desperation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, that was a pretty good mini-sermon there from me. It was, yeah. All right, and that seems to be the last of the live prayers for tonight. Um, just a few other small ones. I'll just pray up for these people because they're all just these are all just like two or three-word prayer requests. So for Hovita, who simply says, please pray for me. Powell, who says prayer. Ashish, who says prayer. Storov, who says continued prayer. And Isabelita, who says, I need your prayers, please. God, I pray for all of these people. We pray that all of their needs are met. You're not the God of sufficient. You're not the God of just barely enough. We serve a God of more than enough. We also serve a God who tells us that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. And when we're in a time of need, God, sometimes it's hard to see. It's hard to understand why. But I know a lot of these times it's you trying to get our attention. It's you trying to grow us, but also you trying to to get our attention to listen so that you can show us what needs to change in our lives before you can move us to the next level. God, I pray you move Hovita, Powell, Ashish, Surab, and Isabelita to the next level. I pray for all the people who are listening tonight. Father God, I also pray for a special person in my life who you know about, who is going under an attack of the enemy. Um, We certainly rebuke the lies of the devourer. We rebuke the devourer, rebuke the lies of the enemy. Your word says, no weapon formed against you will prosper and you shall refute every false tongue. And this person we know for a fact is being accused falsely of things he did not do. And so God, we stand in prayer tonight that you will give that person not only victory, okay, but in the meantime, the peace that passes all understanding and his entire family as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I have one other prayer um, that I forgot to add to that, that someone, um, a girl I know texted uh, me today. Um, So Lord, we'll just add to that list um, uh, our friend who asked us to pray for Alex. Lord, we pray um, that whatever this young man is going through, Lord, that you would guide his steps and just surround him, Lord, and just get his attention, Lord. I, I don't think he's a believer, Lord. So Woo him in to your love, Lord. Um, show him who you are, God. And um, if any any thoughts that are not of you, any thoughts of self destruction, Lord, I pray that he would turn from that and 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 do a completely a one eighty and and feel your presence, God. Feel your presence. And through my friend who knows this person, Lord, I pray he would see he would see your light, Lord, and he would he would come to know you. And um, that you would do great work in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Kristen, we just had a new prayer request come in from Markian Briave out in the Philippines. He says, can I ask a favor through prayer? Uh, I'm Brian from the Philippines. 
I'm watching you right now. Please pray for my siblings, which are not yet Christian. Pray for them. They would know the truth, the word of God. They are my half-brother and half-sister. When I saw this come in just now, the first thought that I had was sometimes we have situations like this where people close to us don't know the Lord yet, and we wonder why. And the the answer is not that we're going to pray and it's going to magically happen. A lot of times God is using this experience to get you to step out in boldness and to get you to be the person who leads them to Christ, Okay. A lot of times this is God training you for greater ministry works. So it's not just your brother and your sister, but that, you know, other people in your community and, and you know, who who even knows around the world. I mean, Kristen and I, uh, I never had plans to have a global prayer ministry, and it just happened three months ago, and here we are. So you never really know how life can change. So Mark, in, in Jesus' name, I pray for your brother and your sister that they come to know the Lord, but I also pray for your boldness that you will lead them to the Lord that you'll be there, be there for them in strength and in, in power and in love, that God will guide your hearts and everyone's hearts, but also your words, that God will speak through you to them and that your words will be powerful because we know that it's not God's desire for anyone to perish, but for everybody to have life. And so, God, we pray, we pray that Markian is able to lead uh, his brother and sister to Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Chris, another one just came in. Joyce Raj, pray for uh, her physical strength and to overcome anxiety. All right. Well, Joyce, we pray. I, you know, I've seen this time and time again in this generation. I think that anxiety is one of the things that the enemy is really, really trying to um, hit every person with. But I think a lot of Christian people. Um, and it's definitely, definitely one of the, the weapons he loves to use that and discouragement, I think are the top two, if I had to guess, cause they're tied to fear and so many different things. So in Jesus name, we pray, I pray generally for anxiety and discouragement, all the tools of the enemy, Lord, I pray for, for your light to, to shine forth like the noonday sun. I, I pray for your, the sword of your spirit to go into believers hands and just would, we would be able to just, just knock down every wall of anxiety the enemy tries to put up at every every step of the way. And I do pray for Joyce, Lord. I pray that as she reads your words in the Psalms in so many places, that those words would go into her soul like medicine. Those words, instead of having to take a physical medicine, that you are the great doctor, Lord, that would soothe and that would heal. And that she would realize that the enemy is trying to do this to her and he has no power over her. She doesn't have to live in this. This is not um, her lot in life to to have this it, it, thing that is is has been you know d- determined for her by the enemy. But she's going to change that, and I thank you that she wants to change that. So I just pray the that the Lord, you and all of your angels would come around her and every person who feels they have have this Lord, and the chains would be broken, and for the fog to be lifted, and for her to. Run in your freedom, run in your power, and run in in your peace, God. And to, to know that He will keep, and she she will keep. You know, the Lord He will keep in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee. So that's what we pray for in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. All right, Kristen, uh, do us a favor since the camera's on you anyway. Can you please lead everybody in the call of salvation? Absolutely. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
this would be a perfect opportunity. There's no time like right now. And uh, if you maybe accepted him years ago or you don't know if you ever accepted him, this this is the time to do that if you if you needed to want to recommit your life to the Lord. It's all about an issue of the heart. It's all about, you know, I, I just want to say something. I just feel led to say this by the Holy Spirit. You may have prayed this prayer before in your life, maybe in a church or something. And I'm not going to get into Christian apologetics of whether or not, um, you know, you accepted Jesus, but I do know it's an issue of the heart. And so if you prayed this prayer and you didn't fully commit your heart to the Lord, or you don't know if you did, I would encourage you to also pray this prayer with me um, to, to, like I say, I feel it's an issue of the heart. So I just feel led to say that tonight. So just, just follow after me if you truly want to accept Jesus into your heart. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we want to know, comment on the video or you can send us a message. We want to hear from you. And praise reports, oh, I forgot about the bell, but keep them coming because we want to be yeah. able to <laughs> ding that bell. <laughs> you know, you made a great point about it's not enough really just to say those words because what Jesus says is if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. And so uh, confessing is something that you do very quickly, but believing is something you have to continue to do. Okay. So, you know, it's not enough just to say it once, I don't think, and then just kind of go about life and, and like nothing's changed. You know, you have to continually recommit yourself, stay in Christ. In fact, I saw a verse today that whoever Jesus says like, you know, whoever puts their hand to the plowshare and then turns back is not worthy of the kingdom of God. I mean, it's, it's pretty foreboding. So anyway, Kristen, thank you for that lovely prayer. We hope, by the way, guys, that a lot of you guys are saying that prayer. We hope you're coming to Christ. And we really hope that the show is helping to improve your life. And not and more than that, that we're you know equipping you to go out and to help other people. That's the idea here, to create like a multiplier effect. All right. So like I said, guys, tomorrow uh, I'm going to be at Kristen's house. And it's not going to be a live show, but uh, instead of doing our regular sermon, we're going to be talking about how Kristen and I met. And you can see what a miracle that was for those of you who need inspiration and for who are maybe, you know, praying for a miracle in, in your personal lives as well. We hope that's entertaining to you, but we'll also uh, be doing our regular prayer requests as best we can. All right, guys, listen, it's always a pleasure. It's always a privilege to come into your homes. Thank you so much for inviting us in. We will see you tomorrow night, same time, 730 Eastern Standard. And as always, be blessed, and more importantly, even be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.